Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Most of you were born somewhere else. You don't necessarily think like each other. But listen, listen to me carefully, okay? Because here's the punchline. You ready? We have the mind of Christ. Now, that doesn't mean you automatically think like Jesus. You don't. You automatically think like you. And that's a problem. You got to let that go. We all share the mind of Christ. Unfortunately, like Pastor Robert said, that doesn't mean we always think like him. We are given free will, so we can't be forced to think as Jesus would in every situation. But our goal should be to think and live as similarly to Christ as we can. Ask yourself today, am I thinking like myself or Jesus? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 12, as he continues his message, Paul Barnabas Appointed. Do you understand diversity is complicated? Diversity is not easy. When I was growing up in Georgia, I mean, we had some stuff figured out. You understand? We all thought the same way. We spoke the same way. As I said earlier, most of us kind of looked alike. We had the same cultural biases. So, see, here's the thing. From time to time, somebody would say, well, but it's just common sense. You don't come to church looking like that. Well, that was actually a revelation of a cultural bias. In my little culture, in my little cocoon in, say, the 1960s in central Georgia, there was a way to dress if you were going to church. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, I'm wearing blue jeans today. <laughs> to church? My shirt's untucked. It's comfortable. It hides my belly. I like my shirt untucked. In Macon, Georgia, in 1965, 1970, I mean, that's just common sense, son. Tuck your shirt in. Well, no, it's not common sense. It's a bias. It's a preconception. You have to dress a certain way in order to go to church. And we still, from time to time, I heard a story just last week, somebody here in the neighborhood was encountered like, man, you know, why don't you go to church when I don't have clothes to go to church? What? What do you mean you don't have clothes to go to church? It's that mindset that I have to dress a certain way. I have to look a certain way. 
It's a cultural thing. See, these people had to work. These leaders in Antioch had to work. They had to work. It took effort to be a team, to work together. How do I know? Well, assuming that you got one guy from Western Africa and another guy from Northern Africa, how many of you know there's a good chance there were some cultural differences between Western Africa and Northern Africa? You with me? I grew up thinking if you spoke Spanish, you were Spanish. Spanish. You understand what I'm saying? And, and that everybody from Spain was basically one culture. One culture. And I never really, I mean, I knew about the other countries. I just never really thought about the fact that maybe the Peruvians might have a different culture from the Dominicans or the Cubans or the Puerto Ricans or Guatemalans. And it never would have occurred to me in a million years that there could be different cultural biases within Peru, for example, or within Brazil. Brazil's a big country. And now I do know they don't speak Spanish generally in Brazil. But what I'm saying is cultural differences can separate us. When I first came down here, I attended a charismatic Episcopal church. And I grew up in a little Southern Baptist church where, as I said, everybody thought alike, looked alike, pretty much. And then when I first became a Christian, I started going to this little charismaniac church that was wonderful. I was so loved and received there, but they were out of control in terms of practices. And then I come down here, and this Episcopal church, high church, where everybody's dressed to the nines, you know, everybody's all dressed up. Okay, I'm, I can work with that. I'm used to that. But 40% of them were from the island somewhere. Trinidad and Tobago, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Jamaica. So many Jamaicans in that church. And when they would get excited and start talking, it's like, that's not English. What is that? It's not Spanish. It's not Portuguese. I don't know what that is. And the cultural differences between these groups, right? You guys understand what I'm saying? There must have been at least, I don't know, 25, 30 different cultures in that church. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't like it. I didn't know what to think. It brought about a lot of insecurity. It's like if, if you look like me and you kind of talk like me, then okay, I think, you know, we can connect and we can communicate and, and that's not too difficult, generally. But if you don't look like me and you don't sound like me, now we have, you know, we may have to work at this a little bit to understand each other and be able to find common ground upon which we can build a relationship. Does this make sense? So when I plugged into that church, I was like, oh my goodness. And then Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Do you know how hard it is to lead a church with 40-something different nationalities? We've got somewhere between 35 and 45 different nationalities in this church. On the worship team today, we had Granada, Venezuela, Brazil, Atlanta, Georgia, 
Now, she's been in Miami long enough that I don't know if she can still make a claim to Atlanta, but <laughs> kind of like me. And then a Miami native. Differences. Differences. When I look out across the room, I know for sure that we have a bunch of different countries represented. And I'm not just talking. My family came over here from Europe in the 1600s. Okay, so I can't really lay claim to a French heritage, even though my last name was French before they modified it. Do you understand? But you guys, for the most part, the majority of people here, you were born somewhere else. Clara, because I wasn't sure. I'm like, Clara, were you born in the U.S.? Because I know she came down here from Maryland, but she's lived in Miami for a long time. She's like, no, I was born in Grenada. She was born in the islands. Most of you were born somewhere else. You don't necessarily think like each other. But listen, listen to me carefully, okay? Because here's the punchline. You ready? We have the mind of Christ. Now, that doesn't mean you automatically think like Jesus. You don't. You automatically think like you. And that's a problem. You got to let that go. Because whatever you're so sure of, whatever you think you know, whatever bias you have is going to separate us from each other. Because I got some biases going on too, you understand? Now, some of you, the minute you look at me, you think you already know what they are. Because I'm a bald-headed white guy from Georgia. And you'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. Because Jesus has been working in me for about 40 years now. So I do at least think a little more like Jesus than I did at the beginning. You see what I'm saying? And that's supposed to be the goal. See, what we're supposed to do as believers, as members of the body of Christ, as members of the church, we're supposed to come together and listen to each other, right? And try to work together in the power, in the grace, in the love of the Holy Spirit and cooperate with the transformation process that only He can do. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. The Book of Acts is a fascinating look at the church and the first believers and followers of Jesus. It's not the church as you may know it today, the building you're used to attending, or the worship service format you're familiar with. But this early body of believers paints a beautiful picture of deep fellowship, connected community, and sustaining faith, values that are still held by Christians today. As you continue to study this book with Pastor Robert, you'll see how hardship tested these men and women and how they trusted the Lord. You'll also discover how God used them and their testimonies to spread the good news to the world. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again, or would like to explore more of Pastor Robert's messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today. Or download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link you'll find at the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions. Or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730.
That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio, 